0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Quick Change. I'm your host, Shirley Gore, and I am so excited to have you here. The concept quick change comes from the performing arts world when a performer has to change from one character or one costume from another in a timely fashion so that they are able to quickly get back on stage and look like nothing ever happened, right? And so I'm taking this concept and I'm using it in everyday stories. We are in a time right now where as a collective, we are experiencing a quick change, whether it be from going to work every day to now being at home every day to where our children have been in school every day to where they are home every day. There's some quick change stories that are happening in the performing arts world where a lot of my friends are used to being on stage and now they are home trying to figure out how to live out their dream or to continue to live out their dream. So during this podcast, we are going to be interviewing people that have have dreams that have kind of been delayed. So we're getting some of these behind-the-scenes stories of how these quick changes are literally changing people's lives. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I look forward to hearing from you and talking to you. I love you. Hello, friends and family. Welcome back to the Quick Change Podcast. I'm your host, Shirley Gore. Um, I'm so excited about this episode's guest. Um, I'm going to start by just sort of kind of giving you a quick rundown of who he is, how I know him, what he means to me. Um, His name is Fenner Edie. Uh, but he is affectionately known by the people that love him and that he loves as Mickey. Um, He is a native of Northern Virginia. He began training at the governor's school for the arts. And when he finished high school, he got accepted into Morehouse, just making boss moves so early in life um, where he received his BA in drama. And he has done shows. I mean, the, the resume of the shows that he's done, I mean, before he graduated high school, both Mickey and I went to the same Performing Arts High School, Governor's School for the Arts in Norfolk, Virginia. And just in high school, I remember us doing so many different shows. And so just to name a couple of the shows that he's done recently from 42nd Street um, to Chicago to Cats, Sophisticated Dolls, I mean, I mean Sophisticated Ladies and um, Porgy and Bess. So... Uh, I just, I really don't even know where to begin other than to say, uh, Mickey, thank you for joining me on my podcast. How are you?
1: I am great. Thank you for having me, baby.
0: Of course, of course. So quick change. We're talking about quick change. We're talking about how life has changed for us um, individually and as a collective And so can you just share with us how life has changed uh, for you, whether it's something that has happened in the past few weeks or something that happened six years ago, eight years ago, what quick change has been uh, most influential in your life?
1: Uh, Probably the one that we're having now with the pandemic, Um, just because it has truly slowed me down um, like others. Um, I had that type of schedule where I was up at seven o'clock, um, at work and then off to rehearsals and probably not getting back in, until maybe eleven, eleven thirty in the evening. So, um, this is probably the biggest one because I'm not used to having this kind of time. Um, and yet it's definitely time that I needed, um, because I'm one of those people that just doesn't know how to stop. I I don't mind being busy. You know, it's, it's one of those things that when I'm not doing something, I'm always wondering what can I do? Something needs to be done. Um, to the point that, you know, uh, you start to lack in other areas like rest, um, you know, time with family and things like that. And friends, um, having that social life and that me time that, that everyone deserves. Um, so this pandemic, though it has definitely been tragic and it, it has also allowed me time to just kind of stop. Yes. Um uh think, rest, um, catch up with friends, catch up with loved ones, and you know, just have that me time, you yes. know, that I've been longing for anyway, but probably didn't even realize that I had been longing for it you know, even though prior to this, one of the main things that I would, well, two things that I always used to think about, you know, the most was when I would actually be able to get more rest and what I was actually going to eat for the day. Yes. (laughs) Um, But, uh, and even sometimes being on the go can make it difficult to find something to eat as well. So
0: um, I
1: was, you know, eating out a lot as, Mm -hmm. you know, as well, you know, prior to this pandemic. Um, And so now I've had time to just kind of cook try different things
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um you know just relax so it's it's definitely been um an interesting uh, time for me
0: yes it is um as far as you're in atlanta correct yes and how is this pandemic showing up for atlanta how is it showing up in atlanta how the how are the people of atlanta handling it
1: i think we were handling it well at first. well we we were one of the last states to close anyway
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, so I don't know if people took it as serious uh, or we took it as serious as you know we should have but um, we were kind of one of the last ones to close and then really like the first one first state to reopen and so I think people were cooperating at first and now I think everyone is just kind of like on edge has cabin fever and now they're like rushing out to do Everything that they once did, and we're not necessarily ready for that. But, um, but people are taking a chance, and I, I, I pray that everything will be all right, um, with us. And uh, you know, things will still, you know, hopefully, we won't have too many issues with it spreading after right. this. Um, but, um, people are kind of just getting back into the swing of things. You know, I will say, carefully though. Um, like in some places people are rushing out well as far as businesses because I know a lot of businesses are taking their time like a lot of people are and like restaurants are not allowing people to just actually come in and dine they're Mm -hmm. actually doing a lot of curb side uh, service and um, takeout orders and things like that so Mm -hmm. some some are you know moving with caution and then others are kind of just diving right in so you have a lot a mixture of both.
0: Yes, it's. I th- well here in Los Angeles is a lot of that going on as well, where a lot of people won't even allow you into their establishments unless you're wearing a mask and some mask and gloves. And so, this is definitely an interesting time um, for us as a collective. I mean, to, to think that we have been present for, a black president. You know, all of these things that the stories our parents will tell us of being there for Martin Luther King and being there for the March on Washington and being there for the KKK and being there for slavery, all of those things, these uh, monumentous occasions that's happening um, for us as a nation. So to say, um, to have our story to tell about the things that we were around for, and so this pandemic is definitely um Something that we will be talking about for years and years to come. Yeah, it's scary. It's it's definitely scary. Um, I want to sh- I want to shift gears really quickly and talk about you as an artist and what you think this means uh, for the industry, right? Um, Mickey is also in um, a, a beautiful. I say established artist, right? He would probably minimize himself because that's just what we do, but Mickey is um, his voice is um unmistakable. You cannot say, I don't know if that's Mickey or not, and I know my mother my parents for for example, is Mickey and Yeah, Tell him to sing me something. he ain't got to come by the house. He can send me a voice memo. My husband loves it, voice. So, I mean, just people, so many people I know, anybody that's heard him sing are like, is Mickey singing? And so tell me a little bit about who you are as an artist and how you think this quick change that's happening to us as a nation, you how it will affect the industry or how you think it will affect the industry.
1: Um, well, I will say with everything that is going on right now, I think with the platforms that we have, this is probably the best thing for this situation. When you think about social media, um, mm-hmm. like Facebook, Instagram, Zoom, um, mm-hmm. TikTok, all of those things. This, mm-hmm. having these things now is great because we're trying to practice social d- distancing and, uh um we're able to entertain each other from home. Um, I will say uh, there's nothing like a live concert or nothing like a live performance Um, or when I'm actually on stage during theater. um, It's nothing like having that audience in front of you and and, and feeding off of their energy. Yes. Um, That gives you a high. I don't know if you necessarily get that same high um well I haven't you know just um from just doing great you know social media it is great to share I enjoy sharing yes sharing is always a great thing so with these platforms we are still able to share um and we're fortunate for that um I think that It will be a while before we get to that place where we're all gathering um, Mm -hmm. in large quantities. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, Because I think it is going to be rather difficult to do that. I think people are going to be afraid. Mm -hmm. Um, Right when this started, I was in the middle of a show and um, I had to leave the show. Mm -hmm. And the day after I left the show... um, they ended up closing the show anyway, mm-hmm. due to the pandemic. And so it wasn't nearly as bad as it is now. So I, I think it's one of those things, we're just gonna have to tread lightly um, mm-hmm. with getting back out there. But I, I do think like the whole social media, um, it is is a great platform for us right now to, yes. to still, um, get people involved and still Mm -hmm. stay connected to people and um, again, share what we have. Um,
0: So yeah. it's. um, I know before the pandemic, you um, did a lot of work in the school systems in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And we would have a lot of conversations about the type of conversations you don't think parents are having at home. What type of conversations, if you could write a handbook, if say for instance, if Atlanta was writing a handbook that they could send home to parents and they ask you to to write a page from your experience and suggestions you would have for parents, what what would those what would what would two or three of the suggestions be? And if they're in length, then you can just give me, you know, one of them of of how of what should be happening at home that you see that's, that's a reflection of how the children are, are handling themselves in the classroom?
1: Well, the first thing I think parents need to ask themselves um, is, do I really know my child? Um, because the one thing I've noticed is in the school system, I've met a lot of parents who think that their kids are one way and they're, children are totally the opposite um, mm-hmm. when they're away from their parents. And um, a lot of them are spoiled um, mm-hmm. and some of them aren't spoiled. Some, it's, it's a, some of them are just a product of their environment, mm-hmm. but it, it is one of those things where I think like discipline and morals and values, um, it does start at home. And I don't think that that's one of the things that we're, we're dealing with now. I don't think we're investing that kind of time in our kids right. as far as morals and values right i think um, when i think about growing up i told a friend the other day um growing up my friend i mean my parents always made it known that they were the parents and i was the baby and i don't think we have enough parents saying that anymore i am the parent you are the child this is your job this is my job right you know um as opposed to trying to be their friends and trying to be that cool parent and mm-hmm. um, cater to their needs. Everybody wants to be, you know, would like to be that cool parent and, and have that type of relationship. But at the same time, sometimes you have to forfeit having that that cool relationship mm-hmm. to be a parent. Sometimes you just have to be stern with them and put your foot down. I see a lot of, you know, nasty dispositions and Mm -hmm. um negative um behavior coming from these kids Mm -hmm. um but at the same time they don't know any better because within society we don't talk about morals or values or we don't talk about religion anymore we don't want to talk about god anymore um and so when you think about the bible and, and not even so much religion but the bible and and just um uh you you i always tell people the bible is a blueprint for for having good values and morals yes um and so i i think we need to discuss that a little bit more in school maybe i always say we need to have like a religion class Mm -hmm. just so we can go through the bible and you know the bible is it's all in what you take from it your interpretation of it you know um but I definitely think it's needed uh, to teach babies because a lot of kids don't go to church. And, you know, church isn't for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. You have different denominations. So I've noticed that a lot of people are moving away from the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one can deny the fact that within the church, um, you still are able to find those good morals and values. So. Right.
0: Why do you why do you think people are getting away from the church, Mickey?
1: Um, well, again, you I mean you have so many different denominations, and within denominate different denominations, they teach different things, or they focus on certain things. As opposed to, I always tell people at the end of the day, God is love. Yes. And some people don't focus on that so much. They focus right. on the person being the sinner, yes. and what will become of you. If you are not a follower of Christ or if you do certain things, you will be condemned to hell and God will do this to you. Mm-hmm. And so, so often, I mean, I've been to other churches, visit visited other churches and uh, uh, I've heard things like uh, against gay people, against mm-hmm. um, certain women. Mm-hmm. Um, certain men um you're you're going to hell if you don't find christ if you don't do this homosexuality is wrong this mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and i think people fail to 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 remember that jesus did die for our sins
0: right.
1: you know um but a lot of people are, are still afraid of that and they don't want to hear that um when they go to church you know um and nor should they um
0: so would we say that because people have gotten away from worshiping god to worshiping the man that is speak that calls himself speaking on behalf of god and then buying into those beliefs
1: definitely definitely i think we definitely see a lot of that um and then when people realize that their their leader their minister their reverend is not yeah. perfect mm-hmm. i mean there have been some issues in different churches where you know they found these gentlemen or women messing around with younger children and things like mm-hmm. that or mm-hmm. or committing a trafficking trafficking certain things like that yeah you know they're they're in shock when they hear these things and it's kind of like but that's on you because these are still people <laughs> at the end of the day absolutely um, why would you hope these people or place these people on pedestals yes um, or hold them to the same level as god right. um they're messengers but they're not God and some of them aren't even messengers so I mean you know it's still
0: imposters
1: imposters (laughs) imposters. it's a business out here and they're imposters um, wherever you go they're imposters in the arts they're imposters in the church they're imposters in the hospital I mean they're imposters everywhere you know um, people who want to leave you to believe that there's something else you know
0: yes this is um, we could literally, especially when it comes to religion and, and bringing people um, to, to God and not necessarily bringing people to the church or to Christianity, but just bringing people to a consciousness. You know what right. I mean? Bringing people to an awareness of your neighbor. You know what I mean? Even if you, even if you don't like the principle you still have to follow the rules of the school. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So even if you don't want to call him God, you Mm -hmm. still have to abide by the rules of the state. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. just love your neighbor. Just be nice. Love.
1: Yes. And that's all it is. You know, um, love thy neighbor as thyself. Yes. You know, Honor thy mother and father. You know, these are little things that you should do anyway. I,
0: but I, I feel It feels like good it. in the body. So it even if so there wasn't the a body. higher power telling you to do it, your body on a molecular level will <laughs> tell you what's right and what's wrong. So right. if, if, even if you said, I don't believe in God, there is no God, there is no higher power. But then you go somewhere and you're mean to somebody and you come back home and you're sick and your your body is telling you it's not that's not wasn't nice. You're sweating. Your heart is racing. You couldn't sleep that night.
1: And see, but now I think where we are, especially with a lot of the youth, because they're not being taught those those values there is no right or wrong to them. There is no, uh, good or bad. Right. Um, it's my way. Right. Um, my needs, my, 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 you know, if you're not out to help me or, or, or on my team, then, then I don't need you. And, and whatever happens to you is just on you. That's almost like that mentality. I'll never, um, and sometimes we're raising our kids that way. I mean, um, to, to think that way as well you know sometimes I used to think okay well maybe these kids are just behaving that way because they aren't being taught but then again some of them are, are actually being taught that you know um, that that's how you right. know you need to that's what you need to do to survive
0: so it's um, I've gotten to the point Mickey where I, I don't talk religion I don't You know, I know in certain in certain rooms where I can and cannot talk about God, I just begin to talk about love Mm -hmm. and whatever that brings you to, whether it brings you to your Buddha or it brings you to your God or your Mecca or who, you know, whoever it brings you to if it brings you to your friend to apologize right or if it right, brings you to, if it right. to call your mother to say i miss you or call your dad to say i'm sorry or call your best friend to say forgive me right whatever it leads you to and so well love is it's universal yes so it's, yes um, the universal no
1: yeah definitely definitely
0: um Mickey, we could talk all day. We got I got a few more minutes. I would love um a quick background story. I've known Mickey since I was 7 years old and I will be 40 in 10 days and I um he has taught me what unconditional love looks like. He has taught me that we don't have to talk every day to still love each other the way that we've been loving each other as brother and sister and as accountability partners and confidants and shoulders to cry on. There's been times in our lives when we've both been so far down that, that we weren't sure if we were going to return from it, but God had it so that we were never down at the same time. And so I just want to say that I'm grateful for your friendship. I'm grateful for your brotherhood i'm grateful for your um accountability i'm grateful for your love Um, i
1: am too thank you
0: for you and so i just want to close out really quickly with um a little bit of grandma's hands mickey is an amazing vocalist, so if you could just share a little bit with us as we close out thank you again thank you all for joining me here at the quick change podcast where we tell quick stories about how our lives have changed when we also share some mantras and some best practices to sort of kind of help you tie back into your core tie back into your higher self so take us away mickey
1: all right (laughs) grandma's hands clocked in church on sunday morning Grandma's hands play the tambourine so well. Grandma's hands used to issue out a warning. She'd say, baby, don't you run so fast. Might fall on a piece of glass. Might be snakes there in that grass. Grandma's hands
0: grandma's hands you bless me every time you open your mouth to sing um so where i'm so speechless i wanted you to sing more i always want more but i am (laughs) grateful so grateful for that mickey if they want to hear your music if they want to see where you're going to be how can they find you
1: um well you can follow me on um, instagram um or you could follow me on Facebook at Finner Edie. Um I also have um, a song on um, called "I Try" on Apple Music, so that's under Finner um, Edie as well. So they can reach me in a, any of those places. So
0: Finner Edie, you're simply the best. Better Thank you, darling. Rest. Rest. I appreciate you. I love you. We're going to talk probably in a few minutes as soon as we get off here to recap. So, um, listeners, if you want to hear some more of Finner Edie's music, it's, um, I try on iTunes. If you want to see where he is and what he's doing and just to check in on him and just to let him know that you love him, you can find him on Instagram as well as Facebook, Finner, F-E-N-N-E-R, Edie, Finner Edie. Instagram and Facebook. Thank you all so much. This is the Quick Change Podcast. Shirley Gore, we're out. Quick Change will be a weekly podcast where I'll be sharing with you some of the quickest changes that have happened in my life and some of the rituals and some of the best practices that I have done that has allowed me to be able to be my best self as I process through the things that have happened to me, as well as interviewing some of the most amazing survivors, some of the most amazing nurses and servicemen that have had to transition out of being in the military and going... Uh, into being a civilian. Some of the widows that have lost some of their husbands and some of the things that are happening in the world today. You'll be getting a front row seat into what is happening in the homes uh, across America so thank you so much for tuning into the show if you would like to find me on social media you can find me at Shirley S-H-I-R-L-E-Y underscore Gore G-O-R-E if you would like to be on the show I can be reached at Shirley S-H-I-R-L-E-Y underscore G-O-R-E on Instagram thank you so much My aim is to build lives, build communities, build neighborhoods. Have a blessed day.